Welcome to the Concrete Solutions Network. This is our second episode of the Concrete Solutions Network podcast. This morning, we have an extremely special guest. I'd like to introduce Mark Phillips from Front Range Specialty Products Incorporated at a Highlands Ranch. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you, man? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing my thing. It's, uh, like I said, Friday. It's kind of, we're in that June gloom mode here in Southern California. So it's kind of misty and very uncharacteristic for sunny SoCal. But uh, nonetheless, hey, man, we've made it another week. Mark, um, I'm going to just set the stage a little bit here this morning with a topic that's, uh, I think, very important for listeners out there, especially, you know, technical reps, regional managers, whatever your title winds up having you identified as. And that is kind of the network of, if you almost want to envision a triangle where you take, you know, just listeners out there, draw a triangle on a piece of paper in your mind's eye and envision one point of that triangle being stocking distribution, a second being skilled and trained contractors, and a third being the specifying engineering community. And then in the middle of that triangle, put a star and we're going to go three-dimensional on this thing. Imagine that star as an independent representative that's representing your brand as, as the manufacturer in a geography where you can't always be every day. Um, that person is your boots on the ground and your eyes and ears at pre-cons, at job sites, because you just physically can't always be two different places at once. Mark, you've been doing this a long time in that role, and so I want to open it up to you and just have you go on about your experiences throughout the years that you've been doing this as an independent. And then also too, just tie in how important it is to have good communications and relationships with each of those three points of the triangle. So I'll turn it over to you, Mark. What do you got? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, those are great points and a great subject actually, because it's, well, it's, it's everything. Um, you know, the, the first point on that triangle, of course, is you know, the architect, engineer, the designer of the project, whether it's new construction, restorative, you know, more often than not, there's going to be either some type of building envelope, waterproofing consultant or engineer. You're going to have some type of architecture uh, firm working on it. And, uh, you know, our job there is just to, you know, meet their needs technically. Yeah. Um, you know, first and foremost, as an independent manufacturer, so perhaps the, the key for us is we're only good as, you know, as good as the materials that yeah. we're promoting. So the, the key for me is always having world-class, you know, product manufacturers. So that's the criteria where, you know, we have a reputation and we want to keep it in a, uh, you know, good, good light. So, uh, and be trusted. So that's how we get there is through, uh, only representing the highest quality manufacturers in the industry. So the architect and designer, what we do is just help do a little bit of review and just make sure that they're, uh, designing the system properly. And that's going to provide the proper service life for the building owner, which the yeah. end, end customer, right? All of our customers in this case. Absolutely. You know, and then that's followed up by top contractors. You you, you don't just sell to everybody. You know, you, you don't sell a product to check in a truck roofing or something like that. You know, <laughs> you, you go out there with only premium quality contractors and just have a powerful word in our uh, vocabulary, which is no. You know, if, yeah. if somebody doesn't fit the bill and is going to embarrass us or not do a proper job, just, yeah, they can uh, they can definitely work with our competitors. We're happy to let them sell to them. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then, of course, the third third piece of the pie <laughs> is the distribution. And, you know, how we support them is through, you know, just doing our job as a manufacturer's rep and teeing up opportunity for them, for one. And that happens on the first two components through the design community, through specification, 
and having contractors and relationships with them to where they actually want to use our product, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, for the distribution arm, it, they're so valuable because we need the product locally. You know, yeah. contractors Absolutely. don't tend to plan ahead. And uh, <laughs> also, you know, whether it's a general contractor saying, oh, you were three weeks out, but we're ahead and we want to stay ahead. We need you here two weeks sooner, you know, yeah. type dynamic. So um, that's that's pretty much the uh, three-prong approach that we uh, – look at every day. And, and so we have three customers within this industry. Um, if you don't count the building owner, which sometimes we work with them as well. It's a good point. Yeah. That could kind of add another whole element to it, Mark. Yeah, great, great expansion on all three of those uh, aspects of it. Mark, in, excuse me, in your experience, um, I've, cause I've worked, I've had the privilege of being able to work with you uh, on my trips out to the Rocky mountain state, God's country, as I call it. Um, and I've seen the, the way you do things. It's, it's interesting. I don't care who you are, or what you do for a living. At some point in time, you're, you're always selling something. I mean, I try to sell, Hey, like have my kids pick their shoes up and put them away. I try to sell whatever, you know, we're always, everybody's always trying to, you know, convince somebody to see things their way to some capacities today. You've got a philosophy and you have an approach that we've actually adopted here in uh, training our younger guys. And that is the help approach, right? So people are like, well, what is that? That sounds very basic. And it is, but man, I have seen it work its way through a lot of issues and just kind of be a very calming way to approach people as it relates to uh, solving a problem and having them see your way. So again, getting back to the sell versus help, you lead with the help thing. Your thing is, and I've seen this, you just want to see how you can help people. And you almost make, it's funny when I, when I tell people, you know, when I'm doing my thing, it's, Hey, how can I help you? Okay, well then here's what I have in my toolkit to potentially help you. And then if everything works out, the the quote unquote sale, it's a natural progression and it 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 will follow. So talk a little bit, Mark, about your success, kind of maybe where you got that. If there was a mentor in your career that gave you that idea to, hey, take a step back. Don't be so anxious to sell, sell, sell. See how you can help. And tell us, if you could, Mark, for the listeners out there, tell us how you adopted that and, and why you lead with that. Yeah, those are that you know those are really good points, Chris, and how we try to behave the best we can. We don't, don't always succeed. But uh, for one thing, I hate the word sales. I hate the word salesman. I mean, with I, you, man. I like more, you know, technical resource, you know, uh, is, is what I like to try to be because honestly, the sales, the end game, it's how I make my living is by the products moving, but I'm never here to force feed anybody anything. There it is. It's yeah. just, you know, we're either a fit or we're not. Yeah. And it's fine if we're not, you know, yep. it, we, we aren't for everybody. And it, and when we're not a good fit, uh, I'll, I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, so, you know, just, Hey guys, uh, get us on the next one, you know, just continue to call me if you you know, would, and, you know, we'll, we'll help you when we can, but you're helping them by sending them in the right direction, you know, so you are being helped. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with, uh, regards to the help thing and kind of where it came from, I had to check my attitude one day. Um, you know, it's like five 30, <laughs> I was just getting home, pulled up next to my house and, uh, yeah, this guy calls me, it's an engineer and it was a tiny job. And for the sake of the sale, it was going to be, I mean, a very minimal, like, you know, two bucket deal. I was going to lose money on this prospect, obviously, as far as the time commitment. I was, I was looking at like a four hour time commitment just to help this guy to sell probably $300 worth of material. Yeah. You know, that type of deal. Yeah. And, but, you know, I just kind of paused myself and I was like, oh, man, the guy just needs help. He's calling me for a reason and uh, just take care of him. 
you know, and uh, it's those attitude checks. And it really, it just comes from a healthy attitude and the way right. people want to, you know, I'd want people to approach me in business as well. Just, hey, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Take care. Just take care of people. And and the, the end results come as a result. And the, the irony is that gentleman has specified, you know, me and uses me as that trusted resource. And oh, we're probably on our 20th job together now. Yeah, Imagine that. Think that's something. Yeah. It's amazing. And just and, and the reality was nobody else was taking care of him or helping him because it it seemed like small potatoes at the time. But the reality was, you know, A and just sheer numbers as far as the quantity of jobs. But then some of these jobs have been flat quality, really darn good jobs and, you know, with some really substantial volume to them. So, you know, having that good attitude is everything. Yeah, that's the mark. That's important. And I, I tell you, it is it is um, it's interesting to align yourself with the right people, too. Right. It's it's in, for us. Um, we always tell the guys here when when you're sitting across the desk from a distributor that you may want to have uh, stock the material or even a. You know, even an independent representative. I remember our first meeting, man. Dukes, Dukes in Huntington Beach. We had a we had a lunch. I remember it well, man. And it's like kind of a spy versus spy mode. You have to you have to align yourself with the right people. And not everyone uh, is going to like you, and vice versa. And that's life, man. I mean, not to get philosophical about it on a Friday morning, but that's just how it goes. Awesome point, Mark, on the help thing. Um, your your experience with the the value, and this is a bit obvious, but your experience with the value of just getting down a brass tacks, and this ties into our first episode. We talked to, uh, and, and you know, American Restore here in Huntington. We talked to Ben Ball a little bit about the idea of adherence to manufacturers' guidelines and things like that. The and again, it's obvious, it's obvious, but you'd be amazed at how many contractors, you know, in good faith will just try to go ahead and utilize a product the way they think it should be used or the way they want to use it versus how it ought to be used. Your experiences over the years, Mark, in the decades of, of manufacturers training the contractors the right way and the value that that'll bring from a job's, you know, uh, you know, Genesis all the way to, you know, finish and close out. What have you seen there? What, 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 you know, stories do you have for us there? Oh uh, yeah. You can't have enough of that. Uh, now more than ever, Chris, just, uh, the reality is people aren't coming up in the trades like they used to. That's where I came out of. Like, as you would put it, came off the bags, right? I was yeah. in the, uh, in the field as an installer, which hopefully helps me become a, you know, much better rep that I've been hands on and, you know, in the trenches and know what it's like to be in the cold, the heat and, deal with these different dynamics with the products and, you know, try to get install something perfectly in an imperfect environment. Right. It's what we yep. do every day in construction. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the training is so key and I run into it all the time where, uh, you know, some pretty simple principles tend to get overlooked or a guy just, I didn't even know that. And it's like, well, it's in your submittal packet that you turned in. It's in the actual technical details. This is how we do this. Isn't that something? Isn't I see yeah, yeah. And, Unbelievable. And, you know, but luckily with us being the boots on the ground, you know, out in the field, you can, uh, you know, get that. We can't get to every job all the time, but, you know, to your point, we definitely get in the hole and uh, also just, uh, and work with guys, but also do things in guys' shops, right? You know, um, yeah. get in there kind of, and, you know, you want to train the head guys too, and it becomes a train the trainer, kind of train foreman because, a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of transition and a lot of movement with employees, you know, they're just, you know, not, not staying. And, you know, it's very rare that you find a good employee and keep them anymore in the field. 
That's a great point. I mean, back in back in the military, it's, you know, train your relief was the, the catchphrase back when I was doing my thing. And uh, you nailed it. I mean, and it seems to kind of be a ubiquitous theme that just carries through from, you know, just uh, industry to industry. So that's that's all very valuable. Mark, the idea and we touched on the, the vertice at a triangle of the, the distribution hub. Right. And there is a lot of good supply houses out there. And, and it's funny, the ones you say no to are still stand up guys and gals and you know good reputation been around you know over half a century all this good stuff but not quite the one you want to align yourself with always and the ones you wind up aligning yourself with you got to again you know vetting them out your experience with and and we'll keep it innocuous but your experience with the distribution hubs over the years that do it for you and and provide that local support and that stock what have been some of the elements of those good distributors that you have observed in the years that you've aligned yourself with? What are some of the key aspects of their setup and how they do business and their culture, I think is what I'm getting at here, that you find valuable? Yeah, the main thing and most valuable thing and the biggest complaint I get from uh, contractors, you know, is the fact that the product's just not in stock. Yeah. Oh, you can't work from an empty cart. You've just got to have <laughs> enough, a, a respectable amount. We aren't asking them to carry truckloads and, right. you know, uh, kill all their cash flow. But any yeah. good distributor is actually going to have the material in stock enough to guys to get guys really going on a job and then still have a, enough for the turnaround time to where we can get fresh juice, you know, in town basically from the manufacturing yeah. plant. So that that's a, that's a big key and it's something that not all do and you know I I was on the distribution arm of this business and uh for a good bit of my career and that that was really a big key that differentiated us from the other guys is the fact that hey, we had it in stock be yep. a huge thing is know what you don't know and be honest about it uh what I mean by that is you know somebody'll call in on the counter talk to a sales rep with a distribution team on a technical question well, really, I, I appreciate when they are technically sound and do know some things, but if they don't know, they really need to pump the brakes and just stop and get the person on the phone who uh, does. You know, no pride involved here. We just need facts. And uh, Mark, that's you a can't, great point. You know, if you don't know something, that's okay. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. I didn't know the sky was blue till somebody told me. I just didn't know, right? So you either, you either know or you don't know. Yeah. But um, you know, that's, that's really key is them, uh, and knowing their resources and utilizing us, you know, just to say, Hey, you know, they may try to reach me. I try to be as responsive as I can, but I go in design meetings and I'll be three hours sometimes, you know, yeah. so I'm, away. I am away and out of pocket. So just be willing to pick up the phone, call the tech desk over at seal boss or whoever the line may be and, you know, get the information for the end user, but you know, don't BS anybody. If you don't know, it's okay, but yeah. don't get bad information. I mean, what we do is so high risk and high liability in the building envelope realm that, I mean, 85% of construction litigation is water. So yep. we, we don't have the chance to have a bad day. We can't have a bad day because yeah. they're going to bring lawyers, guns, and money at the end of it. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah, water, right? The, the, as I coined it, you know, the battle axe or the broadsword of life. You have to have it to live. And man, it can, it can certainly wreak havoc on a situation. But to the point, Mark, and getting back to what you're saying about just don't BS anybody. I mean, yeah, I, I had a, 
I remember going to a school a long time ago and there was a senior chief, uh, you know, in the Navy and he, he used to have a good phrase. He said, don't brief what you don't know. And it's just so it's again, it's basic. But I think in this in this world of ours, we try to get so we try to turn mountains, uh, excuse me, molehills into mountains. And we just want to, you know, nuke everything and make everything a big deal. Nah, boil it down, get down, you know, take the meat off the bone and, you know, focus on the bone for a second. Just say, hey, man, these are basic principles of life. Nonetheless, the intricacies of, of building envelope construction. Um, so, yeah, the idea of, of just kind of you know, having that knowledge. And I'll say this for the listeners out there and you, you regional managers, you tech reps, all brands. And I'm sure you guys can side with me on this. This is just essential. Train, train the people that are, that are carrying your lines, make the effort, hop on a plane, take a long drive, get those people behind the counter. And look, and and I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about this, but get those people at least up to speed to where on the basics, they've got it covered. And then to Mark's point, like you were saying, Mark, if they don't know something that's a little in the weeds, get that phone number to that contractor. If if you're standing behind that desk, guys and gals at the distribution hubs and have them call the manufacturer's rep. All right. That's why we're here. We're here to support. And it's all about support. So, Mark, that's a great point. Um, and then just in closing, Mark, if you if you could, you know, you mentioned the the idea about you got building owners and it's a lot of facets just to generalize it with building envelope. Um the kind of the integrated project delivery approach when you're sitting at a table and I, I always refer to this, the Denver Botanic Gardens project. I watched you mastermind a pre-con meeting there and it was really neat to just have you give your input and kind of run that meeting where there were no lines drawn in the sand. Everybody was in on it together. Over the years, you've been doing this part of it, Mark, what are some of the things that you have adopted in terms of the way you conduct yourself and get everybody in that room to have that we are one type of mentality? What do you, what is what has been employed by yourself over the years that has led to the success with those types of situations? Yeah, uh, you know, it's a good question. The, the main thing I try to do first and foremost is get everybody in the room to understand why we're doing what we're doing and the importance of it. Again, with water, you Great can't point. stress it enough. It gets overlooked. Um, it's buried, you know, it's, uh, not, you know, one of the sexy items, if you will, in a building, you know, it's not the doors yeah. and the hardware and all that good stuff. Yeah. So it does tend to be overlooked. And what I find is when people actually understand why, other than the architect drew these pretty lines, on this piece of paper and this is where it's <laughs> supposed to go but when you know the electrician and the plumber let's say we're talking blindside waterproofing yeah. for instance we're going to use some of our grout tube uh blindside waterproof membrane which honestly shockcrete in the water t- table is the single most difficult thing we do in that industry there's absolutely it's, it's not even close yeah. and so you know just get everybody on board with that hey this is why we're doing it and when we tell you or ask you not to do something with our product, there's a reason for it. And then when they get that understanding, usually what I find it's just communication and understanding. We're trying to be jerks or prima donnas and expect perfection. But when we look at a concrete substrate and say, hey, that's not good enough for us. But then it's like, instead of just saying it's not good enough, here's why. So I think that's the biggest tact and uh, just understanding how it impacts the others too. And being respectful of that, you know, hey, we're asking you to do do this. What what is the impact? And uh, also sequencing. Just, I mean, it, it's a real ballet. These job sites sometimes, you know, and you you've just gotta 
work together. And if anything gets out of sequence, they can just throw the whole thing off completely, whether it's a wall assembly of some sort of upgrade or, you know, uh, that type of dynamic and where, or where people are just coming back later after the fact and poking holes through your membrane. Well, yeah, now we got to talk, man. Just tell us about it. You're not in trouble because I can't fix what I don't know. So just communicate. So I think it's the whole spirit, Chris, of communication and just being up front. And uh, yeah, people tend to gravitate to that. Uh, it's terrific, Mark. Well, we'd like to just thank you for your time this morning. And uh, this has been a, a, a nice session. Very, very appreciative of the words of wisdom that you've accrued over the years, Mark. And uh, for listeners out there, hey, none of this is going to be gospel, but it sure as heck is a good set of guidelines for you. So stay tuned. We'll have uh, Concrete Solutions Network Podcast 3 coming at you soon. Mark, we want to just say thanks again. Have an awesome weekend, a wonderful morning, and uh, that'll conclude for today. Hey, thanks for having me on, Chris. Really appreciate it, buddy. All right. We'll see you, Mark. All right. Thanks. Bye now.